Welcome to the IonHoops.com podcast with your host, Guy Flotico. Hey now, it's season three, episode 33 of the IonHoops.com podcast. And, well, chaos is about to ensue here, as this is our annual fan roundtable episode. This roundtable is going to have a Twitter vibe to it. This, this past year, Iona's Twitter universe really grew well beyond, well, just me and Gale Force. Lots more voices for Gale Nation on that social media platform have surfaced. Of course, it helped that Patino went to St. John's. Uh, and we'll feature a couple of these folks that have become a, a bit more prominent in their voices and arguing with St. John's fans and whoever else. And uh, and so that's it's great to have them aboard and joining the Twitter-verse, as they say. Um, so now, of course, the reason that all forms of social media are now so commonplace in our societies because it allows folks to have a name and a voice without the accountability, except for people like me, who, of course, don't care. Uh, and with that in mind, we're just going to be referring to people by their Twitter names and handles and their first names and not giving their full names because we don't want St. John's fans to go to everybody's houses to, uh, you know, shoot up the house or something. So <laughs> anyway, um, that sort of mystery is what makes all this fun. Anyway, let's welcome the panel and start get us started here. Uh, we have three guests today. We're going to start off. Uh, we have Sidelines Iona. He goes by at SSN underscore Iona. You also know him as Hawaii Bill on the message board. Bill, say hello to Gale Nation. Hey, hello, Gale Nation. Uh, great to be here with Guy and uh, and, uh, and some uh, great Iona fans. So all right. We've Good also to got see you all. Oh, yes, absolutely. We've also got Tobin Anderson fan page, Twitter handle at, at sign have a nice day 209. Another Bill. In this case, we're gonna call him Billy. Uh okay, say hello to everyone and explain that funky have a nice day 209 handle, please. Oh um well I mean I've gone to uh, well first I'm happy to talk to you guys for once. I know I'm a newer account, but I'm happy you had me on this podcast. This is awesome. Um, the handle, honestly, I've gone through, uh, quite a few Twitter accounts, uh, in the past few years. And that's always been the one name I've had. It's just been a different number over it. So I can't tell you their origin. Um, I think it's ba like some YouTuber, some his slogan. So I just couldn't think of one one day and I just decided to do that. Multiple handles. Okay. So you have burner accounts. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got Iona U fan four L. That's his name and his Twitter handle. Uh, and his name is Mike. And I'm going to call you 4L for short or Mike. Uh, so say hello to Gale Nation. Hello, Gale Nation. It's a pleasure to be here. From being the little kid watching Iona basketball to now, I'd probably say this is a dream. Not not for nothing, but you're still a little kid in some of our eyes. Here. <laughs> in some of your uh, eyes, yeah. I think the Iona average uh, age uh, for the fan base is about 68. Anyway. Um, all right. I think the first step for this round table is to, again, just to kind of give you guys a little more about who you are. So the Iona fans that are listening have, you know, some kind of basis as to why you're saying some of the things that you are. Uh, so let's start with Hawaii bill. Uh, tell us about your association to Iona and Iona basketball, maybe share your favorite player or moment from Iona hoops history. And tell us about your, your, your role on Twitter, if you will. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> My association with Iona basketball is just as a fan, you know, starting uh, when I uh, was a freshman at Iona, um, always, uh, you know, enjoyed sports, always was a sports fanatic. Um, basketball then, as it is now, was essentially the, you know, the marquee sport, men's basketball um, uh, at Iona. Things have changed quite a bit. 
Um, we have other athletic programs that are fantastic uh, and uh, and should be celebrated. Um, but, you know, so I kind of fell in love with uh, Iona basketball right off the bat. It, it, it gave me, you know, a good way to just, you know, uh, kind of uh, jab with my Fordham friends and, uh, and, you know, my Manhattan friends. And, you know, we'd go to the bar after a game and, you know, I would tell them why their team stinks, you know. So um, it was, you know, good natured stuff back in those days. And, and uh, yeah, just been a fan ever since. And uh, um, really my favorite moment guy, I, I think you're probably going to appreciate this. Um, it was when we got the at-large bid in 2012, I think it was, right? Yeah. Yep. We're watching the selection show. That whole week we had done, you know, I think you were on Twitter, like, you know, uh, tweeting at the president, you know, trying to get, uh, trying to get Iona into the, uh, into the field. Um, and things just kept falling our way, you know? And, uh, but, you know, didn't really quite believe it. And then they, they revealed the names and you saw Iona. I was just like, you know, chills just went, you know, down my spine. I was, this is the kind of thing that, you know, I always kind of look forward to. Uh, so that, that that's a great moment, I think, for me that I recall. Well, you know, and I, and I think what's makes that moment so special is that we just didn't expect it. I mean, we were all preaching yeah. it. We believed it, but we didn't expect it. Um, and yeah, I think even with the tournament wins that we've had, uh, Mac tournament, Mac tournament championships and all of that. Yeah. I kind of agree with you. And I, I don't think I was ever more excited as an Iona fan, like yelling out at, yeah, we got yeah. in. And it was like this crazy accomplishment just to get in when we didn't think we were going to get in. So yeah, no, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Um, all right, let's go, uh, to, um, uh, Billy, uh, why don't you give us uh, some of your of takes about your Iona history. And uh, again, same thing, maybe some of your, who, who your favorite player has been since you've been uh, a fan, uh, maybe a favorite moment, just to give us an idea of what, what drives you. Um, I definitely have the shortest history as an Iona fan. Uh, I'm assuming on all of Twitter. It's probably only been a few years now. Uh, I mean, I grew up, I'm from Chicago. So oh. it's kind of really, uh, re yeah, it's a strange way that I became a fan, but um I, me and um, my friends, we were always huge. Like, we love college basketball, like our favorite sport by far. And um, I think, like, 2020, like, started watching more um, mid-major basketball. And me and my one friend, we loved some of those Northeast hoops. Uh, we loved the Northeast Catholic schools. So, we like, the, the MAC, we just loved that conference. And he he ended up becoming a Sienna fan, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, um, but then um, I think, like, especially, I, I know we don't like him now, but when Patino went to Iona, that was kind of kind of what, like, attracted me towards them and just the fact that Iona had my childhood. They were always, like, a staple in North Carolina uh, or Oregon, too. Um, just uh, always remember that. And then, so I watched them. Um, I went in 2020 during that COVID season. It was a shorter season. That was kind of strange itself. So I wasn't like too into it then, but I think this will count as my favorite moment. Um, Thanksgiving 2021, when we beat Bama in Orlando, that was definitely, that's kind of what really, really got me into it, I'd say. 
Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you know, what's interesting is when I, um, again, I was in college in the late eighties, um, and all of my friends were all at bigger schools. So I was at little Iona and they were all at places like Indiana and Yukon and temple and, and places like that. Um, and just, I was the little guy and, and, and figuratively, I'm literally, cause I'm only five, seven. Um, but, uh, it, it's I've always been waiting for that moment where we would break through and be, Hey, see, we're just as good as you guys. And of course it's never going to come being a mid major, but um, because of, I felt like I needed to defend Iona back then. I just embraced the whole thing and it just became my passion. And here I am, you know, all these years later, I'm still sitting here with a, with a podcast uh, pretending like I know what I'm talking about. And uh, you know, having other fans on and pretending, you know, we're all pretending we know what we're talking about. Um, no, that's great. And, and no, I, I also will throw in that I was at that Alabama game. Uh, yeah, it was pretty special. <laughs> no question. It was you pretty cool. Game. I was actually on there. Yeah, but I, so always, that's one thing I'll, I'll advise everybody who's listening. If you have a chance to travel to somewhere good to see Iona play three, especially if it's multiple games, do it. Um, you know, you've heard me talk about in past uh, episodes and you've seen it on the board and on Twitter. I was going to be a mid-major tournament in Florida this year, uh, right before Thanksgiving. I can virtually guarantee I'm going to be there those three days. So, I mean, that's just, it's Florida, first of all. And, you know, it's three games and Iona can win a tournament. Why, why would we not go? So start, I mean, as, as I, that's my, my advice to all Iona fans out there. Anyway, enough of that. Um, all right, Mike, you're up. Let's, let's hear your story. <laughs> All right. So I grew up probably two minute walk from two, three minute walk from Heinz. I'm from oh, New Rochelle, New York. So I um I went to Iona prep. I would say I really got into Iona at an early age just from I don't know, I'm just going to the games. There like I've had to be like four or five going to the football games. And that was the last of Iona football. And and I don't know, some of the culture just brings you in living close to it especially in New Rochelle, but I'd probably say I started getting more and more involved in high school. Me and my friend, uh, Justin DiLorenzo at, at the prep would be texting each other during class and you hear, we got this big recruit. We're going to be great this year, 20, 2016, 2017, 2018 and on still he goes to, he goes to Clemson. I go to Ole Miss. It's still like, we still were texting about a mid-major like Iona. And I feel like it brings more people in, brings more people together in that sense. But I'd probably say in the sense of my favorite moment, it's got to be first Alabama, just like Billy said. Mm. I I go to Ole Miss, like I said. I hate Alabama thick and thin. <laughs> I hate Alabama thick and thin. <laughs> there won't be a, a single thing that I hate more than Alabama. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's 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 really cool. Um I, I have to ask this. So as you guys being younger guys, um you've been pretty spoiled first of all because you went from winning all those titles in a row uh to one bad year and then patino coming i mean <laughs> so just to let you know it's not always been that way in iona history uh as hawaii bill and i can definitely tell you there's been some bumps in the road before tim Clouse was there and uh, uh yeah um, <laughs> being a fan of the 80s was not fun in the latter 80s for sure um so yeah you're you're out of your iona your iona fandom started at a good time for sure um all right. Uh, so let's go on. Let's get on to some topics and get get your thoughts on all this stuff. I'm just going to fire out some topics and you each go around. Just just share your thoughts on it all. Uh, the floor is going to be yours here. First topic. <laughs> we I have to start with Rick, Rick Pitino. Uh, let's go. Whoever wants to jump in first. 
Yeah, so I, I, you know, I'll just jump in there. I, um, and, you know, this might be maybe anticlimactic, you know, not all that exciting, but um, as far as I'm concerned, he's in the rear view mirror. <laughs> I, you know, I'm an Iona guy. Um, next year, I'm going to be following Iona. Um, I'm going to be following our team. I, I really don't care what happens with Rick or St. John's in, in, in Queens. Um, I'll say this, I, and this, uh, you know, goes in part guide to why I started that account uh, on Twitter. The one thing I think, uh, you know, Patino was good for is he kind of brought the casual fan uh, attention to Iona. Um, you know, if, if you were a basketball junkie, you know, if you were, uh, you know, a guy who really followed the sport, was sophisticated, you knew who the good mid-majors were. Um, you knew, um, you know, uh, who was having success. Um, and when Patino showed up, you know, he's got I don't know, 10 gazillion followers on Twitter tweeting about Iona. Now there's people who are really casual fans who all of a sudden have heard about Iona. Um, and... And one of the things that kind of, I guess it kind of irked me a bit, uh, you know, when I would look on social media, it seemed like a lot of these folks thought Iona kind of just sprung up out of the ground when Rick showed up. Mm -hmm. And we have this long, long history, which is really rich and really has a lot of great moments in it. And so that's kind of what I wanted to kind of, uh, uh, you know, show on, on, on Twitter, uh, just get that message out to some people. People, if people didn't want to watch it or, or pay attention to it, so be it. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, um, Iona is more than Rick, you know, Patino, and always has been and always will be. So that, that's my view on the matter. I have nothing against the guy, you know. Uh, God bless him. Love it, love it, uh, Mike, Billy. How do you follow that? Uh, do you, go uh, ahead. Uh, and add, and I think we probably all feel similarly to that, though, by the way. But uh, go ahead and build on that and some other points. Maybe you have more hatred for Rick than, than uh, Bill does. We'll see. I'm, and, I'm and, you know, jump. that's fine. I don't judge him. <laughs> I'll jump in. Uh, you know, once it happened, pretty upset. I'm down. I'm down south. Everybody's in my ear about it. You know, how are you going to how are you going to still be an Iona fan? It, it was never about Rick Pitino. It, it was more about I'm supporting the college that's been there with me for a lot of years. And I've, I've been through a lot of success. It isn't a mat. It isn't about Rick Pitino bringing us success. We, we were successful before him. I just wanted to make that point to them. And yeah, like a lot of them don't believe me, but we were, but Rick Pitino, I'll probably say I'm cheering for Danis Jenkins and that's it. Maybe Quinn, maybe Quinn, maybe not Cruz or IO. Oh, cheering for them too. Okay. Cruz, especially. I want to see the ceiling on Cruz because I, I love that left-hand finish that he always had. Yeah. See, it's it's such a hard thing because, you know, I, I'm a believer in, you know, once a gale, always a gale. And I'm going to root for those guys wherever they are. At the same time, gosh, I'd love to see, like, St. John's go, you know, 14 and 18 this year and uh, being, being nothing at the end of the year. And all those fans, like, that came out of the woodwork, uh, go right back. Yeah. <laughs> so, Billy, you're up. Uh, first thing I want to say, I'm a little worried about Ivan Ayo because I know St. John's is full of scholarships this year, and I know they want Simeon Wiltshire. I have no idea what's going to happen, who's going to lose their scholarship on that team, but I'm really worried. 
thinking about him. You got to start with that. But I'll, I'll start good things about Patino. Because, like, bef- before, like, this all happened, he was my second favorite coach. I've been a lifelong Michigan State fan. I go there for school now, uh, so Tom Izzo's my number one forever. But Patino was always my number two. That's kind of a big reason following Iona anyways. So I can thank him for that, for getting me into this program a little more than I already was. Um, but other than that, the end hated it, hated it. Like, I, I mean, I kind of lied to myself for that final month that he was going to stay. I mean, like, like we would always talk about, like, especially that final week, we were always talking about, like, oh, if we win this game, he's going to stay. Or I, I, I think he was gone no matter what happened, even if we won the championship. <laughs> but um, it, it did irk me that final week. Um, I think what made me a little more upset about it was realizing how insufferable some of those St. John's fans were. Um, I did, did not like that he was helping out that fan base. There's a, I think like my first moments, like, like when I first like got into like the Iona part, Iona part of Twitter was, I don't know if you guys remember John Bark, that one <laughs> St. John's fan with like St. John's logo at the back, white back. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I feel like I was the first guy to kind of get into conversation with him, but that's kind of, I think that irked me even more like him leaving for that school and just like, it's, I didn't like he could have I just wanted one more year to be honest I wouldn't care if he left after next year but I wanted one more year he had the team yes to not just win one tournament game he had the team to make the second week of the NCAA tournament and he I like an age age he's in Iona gave him an opportunity that no one else was I mean honestly I think Iona is the reason some of these guys like Will Wade's getting a job now at McNeese and I mean Will Wade's going to be out of there within the next like two or three years and he's going to be back in the SEC and then with Ole Miss hiring Chris Beard so that's kind of a new thing but mm-hmm. uh I think Patino he did a lot for us I'll be honest like because I obviously that 2020 season was Lewis was gone was bad and Tino coming just all like the team like in a way was incredible but just he owed us one more year I know he did I know he would have made the second week in the tournament but I can't say I'm upset about it now because we got Tobin Anderson that's all I care about now and we would have not gotten Tobin Anderson if Patino stayed one more year mm-hmm. yeah and you know it's a great segue um and I'll, I you know I know I've said this on the boards on on Twitter and even in a podcast with Tobin Anderson you know, in 20 in 2019, when we were or 2020, when we were uh, getting ready to make a hire, Tobin was the lead candidate. And I wanted him tw- even in 2019 when we were still trying to figure out if if Tim was going to be back or not. Um, I made a comment on on the message board. I if we if Jared Gross was not available and I didn't think he would be um, that I wanted Tobin Anderson. Everybody's like, huh, who's that now? So now now we segue to Tobin Anderson. I got my wish and. You know, but during that little stretch there after Rick left, it was, hmm, Kamani Young or Tobin Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you guys thinking at that time? And then now reflect on Tobin's first two months. Uh, Hawaii Bill, start with you. Yeah, so, you know, Guy, I um, wasn't as tuned in to Tobin. I, I had seen his name on the message board. I didn't really know much about him um, a few years ago. Um, I was 
absolutely floored with how quickly we, we announced the hire uh, once it was clear Patino was gone. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty obvious that, you know, there had been communications, uh, you know, at least in the past, right? I mean, you don't hire somebody like that quickly if you don't know anything about them. Um, but what I'll say about the guy is I, I'm incredibly impressed with the fact that he took the job um, and then just went to work, you know, he and his staff, right? I mean, they just went to work. They had to get, you know, obviously they had to fill 11 spots or whatever. They just worked their tails off. Now they had every right, and and I hope and I hope they take the time to do this. What they did at FDU was remarkable, and um, you know they should celebrate. And I hope they get the time to do that. Um, that's no knock against them. That's that's them celebrating something that they should celebrate. Uh, <clears throat> tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. So I hope so, over the summer they get a chance to do that. Uh, but really impressed with with how hard they worked and and with the message that that I keep hearing from him you know when when I do listen to him um it's it seems like quite a different message than we had before all right uh Mike or Billy who's next um I'll go uh I'm I'm extremely happy we got Tobin Anderson I could say that even the atmosphere around here he walks around the campus and we haven't seen that out of a coach since Tim. And I feel like that's something that getting back to the community, letting them know that you're the coach and that you're around campus, you're here for them. I feel like that's a great thing. And I feel like that's something that I admire from Coach Tobin. Um, would I say I was more Kamani Young? Yes, I was swayed that way by, I forget who it was on Twitter. But I checked him out. I liked his stuff at UConn, and I was full on ready to jump the boat over this guy. But and then I settled down. I looked at this win was bigger than anything. Bigger than anything I've ever seen. I have a mid-major like Fairleigh Dickinson, if you do know what Fairleigh Dickinson is. And yeah, I, I visited Fairleigh Dickinson once or twice, and that was the biggest win around the NEC at that time and probably within the last 20 years. All I could say is that I was so sick of Rick Pitino giving us this bad boy image and not just because of the stuff he's done, just because of what people portrayed of him, that Tobin Anderson's such a good guy and he's on barstool. He's talking about how I own his dream job. I absolutely love that. And, you know, the media is loving him too. And that makes Iona back to being good guys. And that's all I ever wanted. Go ahead, Billy. Uh, I was, uh, I was definitely on the Kamani Young train. I was yeah. like, uh, when I changed my name, I, I was so close to putting it as like Kamani Young fan page after Patino <laughs> announced he was gone. Um, but I just kept as a placeholder. Uh, I wasn't, it, I, I mean, I, I never doubted like that Anderson, like I, I never doubted his coaching ability because what he did at the D2 level and then how he takes fairly Dickinson from last place in the worst conference in the nation to beating Purdue in the NCAA tournament. Um, I never doubted his coaching ability. The one thing I was worried about was his recruiting because I, I, I wanted, that's why I wanted young. I knew he was a great recruiter. I mean, he brought in a top five class from UConn. They just won the championship, obviously. Well, I mean, Anderson was hired before they won the championship, but 
they they were on their way to win the championship and he brought those guys in. So I thought he could bring, bring in guys like that or somewhere near that caliber to um, Iona. But when Anderson got hired, uh, I wasn't, I, I was happy with it, but I still was kind of upset. We didn't get Kamani Young, but as the days went on, I was super excited. And after that, like two or three weeks without really doing much work, work in the high school class or the portal class once they started like getting everyone in within that month I like got super excited I don't even know if Kamani Young would have recruited as well as Tobin Anderson did this cycle that was the team he's brought in it's been incredible yeah and it's 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 tricky because there's just no way to know what Kamani would have done here um I believe in guys who have proven themselves to be able to run a program and Tobin did. Um, yeah. I had the same question. Well, who's he going to recruit now? Is he going to bring in a bunch of FTU guys or what are we going to do? And sure enough, look at, look at what they've done here. They've brought in some really good caliber players and we'll see how it all pans out. Kamani. I think we would have been fine with him too. Um, but again, guy, the guys never run a program and let's face it. It's easier to recruit to UConn than it is to Iona. You know, yeah. there's no guarantee he was going to bring in that the type of player we're used to getting here. I mean, probably would have, uh, but again, he's never been the guy who ran the program. So that takes some learning. Usually nobody comes in and, and just bang, they've got it. You know, it takes a little time to, to learn how to lead a program like that. So I would have been okay either way, but I definitely favor Tobin. And um, yeah, without question, going back to Hawaii Bill's point. Yeah. They worked their tails off for a while there. Um, and I just want to share, I mean, I know I've said this to others. Um, um, so three years of Patino, I've been at every press conference and the guy still doesn't know my name. Tobin and within two weeks of the habit, Tobin having the job, he knew my name. I have his cell phone number and he was on my podcast. And, and so, I mean, we already have a relationship. And then uh, there was a Jimmy V event um, about three weeks ago uh, that Tobin was at. And I was at with a couple of Iona fans and he remembered me from the zoom call we had when we did the interview came up and spent 20 minutes just talking to me, BSing about Iona basketball. And then, then the other night was Iona Athletics had their golf outing, and same same thing. He saw me. There he is. There he is. There's the guy, and right up to us, start talking, and you know, come back, going around, making a way around the room, talking to everybody. Um, I'm asking him questions that I probably shouldn't be asking him, and he's answering them anyway. Uh, you know, that's just the kind of guy he is. He's excited to be there, and I think he's excited by what he is seeing online, on the board, on Twitter. All these Iona fans are all pumped up, and they can't wait. And I think it's giving him energy. So. Um, yeah, really, really cool, um, to have Tobin here. I'm thrilled and I'm just can't wait to see where it goes from there. All right. We're switched to, I, this is going to be one of my favorite segments of this podcast. I think it's, it's, he's like my new deity. I think Oz Shema, the, the guy who said, I'm going to stay when everybody else left. I mean, what a set of onions it takes to say, you know what? Everybody left. Ah, I'll stay anyway. I don't care. You know, I mean, I he's like my all-time favorite Gale Dom because of this. So I want to hear what you guys have to think. Uh, Mike, let's start it off. Give him the C. Give him the C. Oh, I give like that. Captain. Yes. Give yes. him the captain. Hands down, loyalty over everything. This guy stuck through. I remember his first game against Marist two years ago now. He had two rebounds, one assist. No shots taken. This guy has improved dramatically, and he's actually – in my, I'm saying this, I've heard a lot of hot takes about this. Player of the year, up for contention. That's all I'm saying. Oh, this wow. guy has, uh -huh. this guy has the heart. 
four Iona, and I'm telling you, if he gets that three-point shot down, he could take four or five of them a game, he's going to be unstoppable. Hmm. All right, Billy, you're nodding your head. Let's hear it. Me, Bill, or Billy? Uh, Billy, not, 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 so I'll, I'll call I you like Hawaii, Bill, make it easy. We're going back to Tom um, Patino. Oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, when Patino left, I, I knew that, like, the roster is just going to file out. I didn't expect it to be as much as it was. I didn't expect some of these, like, smaller guys who had gotten starting jobs on this team to head out. But once um, guys like Ivan Ayo and uh, Brookshire were gone, I was like, okay, I'm just waiting for Dennis Jenkins and Osborne Shema to um, to be gone. I'm, I appreciate Jenkins for staying as long as he did, giving it a shot. I don't blame him for – um, wanting a spot. I mean, he's probably going to be starting at St. John's. I don't blame him for wanting to play starting starting spot in MSG. But, like, it, a week at, like, Shema, he was the last one. I kept waiting for him to announce that he was leaving. Uh, like, days go by, weeks go by. I'm still waiting, and now I'm like, he's staying. Like, I, I couldn't believe it at that point. Um, He, I, he reminds me of um, – I don't know how many people are going to know him. Um, he was a, he's a Michigan State legend, Xavier Tillman. That's one thing he always reminded me throughout the season. So that's like why he was always one of my favorite players anyways. Okay. Hawaii Bill. So uh, he is my gal brother. <laughs> I, there is no higher compliment I can give anybody. Well, he, he is my brother and uh, I'm, you know, I, I support him 100%. Make him the captain. I'm glad he's back. And, uh, uh, you know, wish nothing but the best for him. I'm just picturing that first home game, and they, they are announcing the starting lineup. And, you know, the Shima will be the fifth one that they say. And he's just going to get, like, a, I think he's going to get, like, a standing ovation that might go on for a couple minutes. I can't wait for that. I might actually, if I remember, I'm going to try to get video of it. Because um, that that's going to be a moment, you know. So, yeah, no question about it. I mean, it's not, you know, I just think about what it takes. Would you, I mean, would you guys stay in that scenario? Your coach leaves, the roster leaves. You can go somewhere else and probably get a good role on a decent team. And, you know, know, I'll stay here, I think. You know, I mean, would you guys do that? You know, guy, one of the things I liked about him was that, uh, you know, Patino kept trying to, you know, fatten him up and he wasn't having it. So. I want that secret. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, in that situation, I'd probably, I'd probably say, it really depends. If I really like the culture of the place that I'm at, then I'm, I'm probably gonna stay, mm-hmm. just, just by that. Hmm. All right, all right. Well, now we've we've talked about Oz. Let's talk about all the rest of the guys. Um, we talked about uh, Tobin and how he recruited. Start off a couple FDU guys, then uh, you know a couple of guys that from the portal and a JUCO player. Uh, other portal guys, which rec- recruits are exciting you the most when you look at what they have to offer? Who do you, who do you think is going to start with Oz? And and you know who do you who are you excited to see play? Let's start with uh, Billy. All right, uh, I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to do a um, high school and um, transfer portal guy. I'm going to start with the portal guy. I'm so excited for Joel Brown. Like I, I hope he does get the starting spot. I hope he fights for it, but. Just a guy that was averaging like eight or ten points a game in the Pac-12. I actually watched him. Um, I watched him a couple of times. I don't know why. It was just like some ten o'clock Pac-12 network games. Like, why not watch them? Uh, I know Cal was pretty trash this year, but 
the games I watched him, um, I mean, I must have been lucky because I caught him like one game. I I actually looked back at the um, score box um, for this, but one game he scored like 12. Um, can't remember. I can't, I wish I remembered who they were playing. I know. And then the other game he scored over 20 and he was by far the best player in the court like that one night. So super excited for him um, that like, I love how Tobin Anderson like has vision on why, how he wants to build his roster. He's building it around a bunch of guards and wings that could shoot. So I'm really excited to see. And then you have the guy in the middle, Osborne Shema. So he's just building the roster around Shema, which I love. And then um, favorite high school guys, definitely Sultan Adewale. Like I, I not sure exactly how you pronounce it, but no, I think you got I've that Adewale. Yeah. The, I, I hope I did, but um, I need to watch more tape of his. Um, I think just really excited because all the hype he's been getting. I, he's he was I feel like he was definitely the most hyped up recruit we've gotten in this um, this cycle. And I've been watching. Um, I know Gale Force always has the high school clips that we post. So I've been watching like some in Ottawa. I just looks like the best out of all of them. I'm so excited to see him play. I hope um he does get some time this year, but. Otherwise, I'm still excited to see how he progresses through his four years at Iona. I think he actually will have some time only because, you know, and, you know, there's been conversations on Twitter and on the message board about, oh, does Iona need a, a real back to the basket type of big out there? Uh, you know, Oz is a, is a stretch five. Um, uh, Cam Christowiak is a stretch four. You know, we have all these stretch guys, but where's that guy who's going to own the paint? And I think we're all thinking Ottawali could do it, but he is a freshman. But I think he's going to get a chance because he has that he has the body to play that role. Um, Mike, what do you what do you, what do you think about? Uh, we'll do it the same way. Tell me about the portal guys or portal slash JUCO guys. We'll make maybe uh, come combine I'll do, that. I'll do portal JUCO. I like Damani Gordon. Um, him as a person and him as a player. I watched, I think, an hour worth of highlights of him, and there isn't anything this guy can't do. He's really something else. And I'm excited because we have a guard that will go in there and be aggressive, get the rebounds. And he could pass, he's a pass first guard, but he could score the ball in the paint or from the three. And of course, I'm going to say I like Solon. Solon, I mean, if I could say I had a feeling, I had a feeling. He's our, he's our diamond. He's our diamond this year, I think, as recruits. All right. Hawaii Bill. Yeah, so I mean, I like, you know, like you were saying, guy, it seems like we have a fair number of bigs who can stretch the floor and shoot the three. Um, question is, you know, who do we have that can really pound it inside? You know, you're good, there are going to be those instances where we're going to need that, right? And um, and so Salton uh, does have the body for that. Um, I like the fact that Gordon is a real good rebounder uh, for his size. Uh, you know, a lot of rebounding is just effort. And, technique and uh you know i think i think so he can make a, an impact there one of the guys i'm really intrigued in, in seeing is quigley and i'll tell you the reason why we haven't had a i don't i can't recall the last time we had a player like him uh you know he's you know he's super quick he's he's um he's got a great handle um you know, he's, you know, I don't want to, I'm going to say he's small, but he's, he's not, you know, a big bulky Mac guard or a big bulky higher level guard. 
And I think guys like him could be hard to uh, for those big bulky guards to defend at times. And it, so if he could be, if he could, you know, be some uh, turn out to be someone like the kid for Mount St. Mary's, uh, Jalen Benjamin, you know, uh, I mean, he'll be a lot of fun to watch. And and he's the kind of guy where you know you put him in there and. It's like putting in that unusual relief pitcher, you know, like a knuckleballer or something. Now the other team has to make some sort of adjustments and you can, you can get matchup problems. Um, and, uh, you know, they're not used to playing against a guy like that. So I'm intrigued to see uh, how he does as a freshman. Hmm. You know, it's really funny. when If you asked me the same question, I would, I would have str- just – I'd struggle to answer it. And even breaking him out by transfers versus the freshmen. And, um, you know, you talk, uh, Mike, I think you said about how Tobin's really built this team. And I like how he built it with balance on the ages. So there's five freshmen. We've got, we've got juniors that have three years of eligibility left and, and, you know, seniors and grant and grad students. So it's a great mix We're you know, we're not going to get, unless we get raided in the portal for some reason, uh, we're not going to like see like, you know, eight guys leave after this year. It's we're only going to see four leave, which is more traditional. So, um, you know, that's, that to me is exciting. And gosh, I can tell you that there's something I like about each one of those transfers. I will say too, I, if you ask me, which are the transfers and, and, and we'll throw Gordon in there as a Juco who I think going to be the best of them all. I would, I would say Gordon, but I wouldn't be shocked to be wrong about that. Um, because I do think there's potential for some of these other guys for sure. Um, and, uh, as for the freshmen, you know, it's nice that we, we brought up two of the five here. I'm going to bring up a third one. I, I like warriors. People know me enough to know that I'm a huge, uh, barrack fan these past few years. Um, I love kids that will just, you know, they're just warriors. They just, they'll, you know, lose all their blood on the court, uh, before they allow us to lose a game. And I have a feeling that uh, Aaron Gurin is a kind of kid like that. I just, he, he just looks like that kind of kid that's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. Nobody's going to expect anything because he's, he, you know, he came from, you know, he originally committed FTU, but he's got, he's got something about him. And again, could be wrong about it. I would not be shocked to see him turn out to be our best freshman. So, so it's yeah, great yeah. that we have all these different people we're throwing up there. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, I really like all the freshmen yeah. from what I've seen. Uh, yeah, you know it's hard to pick one over another. Um, I love the kid who decommitted from Florida. That's that's always a yeah. Oh, that's, that's always a good a, thing. Yeah, wise, wise decision. Yes, always a wise. Decision. Always a blessing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Alex uh, Alex Bates. Yes. Um, all right, um, Billy. I'll go with you on this one. Um, what about Iona basketball needs fixing in your mind? What's what's wrong with Iona basketball? If if you had to fix something having to do with the program, what would it be? Um, I, I know it's, this is, I think this is like the biggest thing like college sports need to adapt to now, but the NIL package, I, I've heard, I, I'm not like too keen on like what the problems are, but all the problems I've seen people talk about on Twitter is just how I own like NIL package just hasn't been, like large enough um, to bring in some bigger guys. Um, I, I know the school can't make their own collective, but I, it would be nice if some businesses or like, um, I know you, you, you're doing um, your, um, your cart, whatever you did uh, with the uh, last week at the golf outing was a great help. Uh, it's nice to see stuff like that being brought up, but I think like some of these businesses around New Rochelle, 
can help like um with the nil package yeah. i wish i could say more about it because i'm not too keen um i another thing i'd say i know there's not anything to do about this um the, but just the conference itself it is mm-hmm. kind of i i it's sad like to see where it's gone this past off season um it's sad to see that the and it's not like something iona can't fix because like they but i feel like iona seems like the only team that cares now like iona sienna i i, I would say fairfield but i i don't really i'm not going to say they care about their basketball program until jay young's out of there yeah. um um i and like that's kind of when it i, I would well i would say but that coaching not the best either so it's just like we're st- i feel like we're kind of stuck in a conference with a lot of teams who don't care like a lot of programs and teams that don't care about their basketball programs um it, I, I don't know where we can leave to. I don't want to leave because I'd still love the Mac. Like, it's just the history behind it. I don't think, like, we can leave. But if it comes a time we have to just to, like, play in a conference that has teams that spend money towards improving their teams, um, because I don't want to be stuck in a conference that's going to be near the NEC one day. Hopefully mm. not. Mm, okay. Um that makes sense. And I know you are not alone with kind of hoping that we had gone to another conference while, especially while Patino was here. Um, yeah, we have, we'll have to see. And yeah, I'm not expecting a ton from the Mac this year, but I also think there will be settling down with transfer portal and, and I am um, NIL and, you know, we're kind of reverting back to the norm of whatever it is. And I do think we'll still see, you know, the Mac in that same, 20 ish kind of spot in the rankings, but maybe not this year, but in the future. Um, the other guy, speaking of the NIL, so what I did with the golf cart, what we did with ionahoops.com did for the golf with the golf cart, uh, um, beverage cart, I should say, um, that was for Iona Athletics, so that was a true Iona Athletics fundraiser. NIL, of course, is completely separate, it goes to the players. Iona is in the process of developing NIL, it's going to come out very, very soon to the point where I'm talking to somebody about it like in the next few in the next few days in terms of um when it's going to be officially more launched for the world to to contribute to and all that so it's happening and there is an NIL and you know I'm, I can almost say with some sort of guarantee that we have given our current roster some money uh NIL has gone to them I mean it goes to everybody so um how much there is I, I have no idea but um so we're going to learn more about that. And maybe even in a future podcast, I'll just put that little teaser out there too. Um, okay. Uh, Mike, your thoughts on what about I own a basketball needs fixing. Um, I would like to go to the bookstore and get a Jersey. I want to support. I want to have a name on my back for one of the kids to support. I'll get the whole team. If I have to, if they put that out, I want a nice gray Jersey. I, I was in love with these gray jerseys. Can't find them online. Cause they're coming from, random websites as me and Billy found out. But the other thing would be, it's my dream for a basketball fan in an Iona situation, A-10. I want, like, as much as Patino, he said it so many times that you could hate it, but that is my dream. It doesn't have to matter if it's five years, 10 years, 20 years. I hope it happens one day. That's probably the main focus on me. I, I mean, I love the Mac. I'm a I love those games, those gritty games against Fairfield, those gritty games against Marist. 
you know, I love those games, but then you're going to go into somewhere like Buffalo, like Canisius, and then blow them out. And that, it just doesn't feel like the Mac anymore. Hmm. Okay. Hawaii Bill. Yeah, it's kind of a tough one for me, guy, because I'm not close enough to the program to know, you know, um, I mean, I might, I might have a perception of something I think needs fixing and, and people might be working really hard on it and spending money on it. And I don't even know, you know, so, um, you know, one, one thing, you know, the game day experience at Heinz, I think is pretty good. Um, uh, you know, I think if there's always that congestion, you know, to get a little food, to hit the, hit the restrooms, if there's a way to just make that a bit more fan friendly. Um, and I know, I know money is always, you know, is always at the root of all these things, right? I mean, if I own had a ton of money, you know, we'd have everything we want, right? So, um, but I think that's one thing. Maybe maybe some tweaks to Heinz that could make it a little more fan friendly, you know, uh, you know, experience. I guess. All right, um, Hawaii Bill, we'll stay with you and flip it now. What's the one thing about Iona basketball that you never want to see change? Oh, uh, boy, um, really, just the commitment, you know, to to be a winning program. You know, I mean, it's not going to happen every year. We're gonna, they're going to be down years. There's going to be, you know, things that happen that you can't foresee. There's going to be guys who get injured, you know, there's going to be whatever. Um, but every year, um, no matter who comes in here as a head coach, we've had a commitment since I've been following the team to be as good as we can be. And, um, you know, it's never been, it's never been, you know, and eh, we'll just lay in the weeds, and, you know, as long as they don't kick us out of the conference, we're good. Uh, we want to be the best, and I never want to see that change. All right. Mike? I'd probably say the mindset. I'd agree with Hawaiian Bill on that. Um, I'd also probably say to, you know, that slogan, it sits outside, fight the good fight, and every single, not just basketball, but every single program does that. And I like that about the Iona culture. They always fight the good fight, and they're always, you know, they're always close to the top keep fighting to the top, like Bill said. All right, Billy. Um, the, the thing that drew me in to us, the Mac as a whole, I just love that, like, homey, small Catholic league, um, like, basketball team. I just love it. Um, I do think we had that under Patino. Um, I, because he had gone he, – he was a guy who was with, like – I'm not sure if Boston's a Catholic school, but he was with Providence at least, so – he had been like with Catholic league school. I don't think he changed much about that, but now that like his like big presence isn't there, if we just like go back to the, like the, the small field, I that's like in the 2010s when I watched um, Iona and I was just like a partial viewer. I, that was just like that their name always kind of caught my eye in the tournament just cause it was like Iona. It was just that Catholic league school. You don't, really see that too much in the tournament you there's only a few teams every year so i love that and don't change the jerseys they have some of the best jerseys in the nation hmm. all right all right so uh, in the interest of time i think i want to go around one more time give you guys each a uh, chance to share some parting thoughts whatever's on your mind uh i know you guys got some maybe you want to promote yourselves in some way or or whatever you want to do you i give, I give you you each have the floor so uh billy we're going to start with you 
Uh, I want to start off like saying thank you for letting me on the show. I mean, like just to have created this persona, this account, like just a few months ago. And now that I'm already being invited onto an Iona podcast, that's incredible. Uh, like, and th- like, just thanks, like everyone I've met on Twitter within the past three months. I, I never really thought it would have gotten like, I, I know I'm like saying all this, it's like 110 followers. It's not that much, but it is to me. And I'm happy, like with some of the interactions I've had with all these guys. Um, there's too many to name, honestly. Uh, I mean, I'll give a shout out to like, um, Mike, I mean, I've been, um, interacting with him the past couple months ever. Like we found out, like we got, we got mutual connections. So, um, we've been talking to each other personally, like the past couple months, uh, nice. Gail force. He was one of the bigger ones. Um, Gail mania. Those were a couple of the bigger ones, like right away. Um, it was like, just kind of made me motivated to actually like partake in Twitter some more. Like now that it's such a good community there. Um, so I just want to say thanks to everyone. Well, you know, it's, that's interesting. Do you, um, because we, you come on Twitter and you're, you're, you're kind of a, a newer Iona fan to Twitter. And then you see somebody like Gail Force just spewing recruiting, recruiting information. And then here I am, here I am like putting like, I don't know, non-conference schedule information out there. Um, and then you see, then here we are all talking and it's just like one big happy family. Um, that Does that mean something to you? Uh, it definitely does. Like I just... I mean, I, I've been like, I've had Twitter accounts. I've been like with Michigan state, like I've always followed like some of those accounts. Uh, I'm big white Sox fan too. Um, but those are like, you don't really get interactions with that because it's just, there's like these huge accounts. No one really cares about some of these other people. And I just like loved that. I was able to come in right away. And like, people actually like cared like to about what I had to say. They, and I like cared what others had to say. Um, I'm hoping like I do more with the count this, um, uh, this coming fall, I kind of like, I'm just like, since I'm like, even more than like just an Iona fan, I just love, love, love college basketball. I'm trying to, I mean, I'm studying sports journalism, so I really want to get like a job within college basketball when I grow, um, grow up. I think one thing I want to do this, this fall on Twitter account is like, just give like a report on like all our opponents before the games. Uh, since like, I feel like I have good enough idea of like, especially like even our non-conference games. I really want to do that just to kind of get people to know more about who we're playing and like what they're about. So. And the cool thing is that if you started just doing that on a regular basis, then you'd have people like Gail Force and myself uh, and, and there are others here in, in this, in this, in this uh, round table that we'd all be retweeting you because it's like, okay, we're not getting that anywhere else. I mean, I do, I do previews on the podcast, but they're, eh, you know, there are sometimes there are days in advance. You listen to the podcast, you're done. But if you're doing like a day, a game day, you know, here's our, here's a quick scout on our opponent. Nobody else is doing that. I'm not doing that. Gale Force isn't doing that. Hawaii Bill's not doing that. So, um, yeah, no, I think that's a cool idea. And you'll, you'll, you'll see a following with that. Sounds great. Um, Hopefully no one steals my idea. This, <laughs> that's right. Mike's writing stuff down now. I can see it. Yeah. Mike, how about you? Some parting thoughts. Uh, well, I'd like to thank you guys for having me on here. It's truly a blessing, but I also like to thank Billy. I mean, we met through a mutual friend and it was the weirdest thing ever how we became friends. But now I could say that I talked to him about Iona all the time. I'd also like to give a big shout out to my uncle, Frank, uh, me and his relationship. Really, we really do talk about Iona a ton and we're really big Iona fans. We love it. Um, I'd also like to say, um, I don't know. We didn't discuss favorite gales, but I have two of them. 
and these two really mean a lot to me. One is Ray Highland, big basketball legend. He's in the Hall of Fame. And I'd probably say that not just in Iona, th there's a reason he is my favorite Gale. He'd probably be number one or two up there because he's done what it means to be a Gale outside of Iona and in it. He's really helped the community of New Rochelle tremendously. And my other one is Packy Mulvaney. Uh, he was the one who started that great 30 plus year now cross country title run. And I know him personally, he's a great guy and he is what a Gale should be. All right. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. You brought up some names there that are going to ring some bells with some of the uh, older Iona fans. And I'm just going to say older and leave that alone as I swing over to Hawaii Bill. <laughs> yeah. You know, first thing I would want to say, guy, you know, we got a couple of older guys like you and me. We got a couple of really passionate young guys here. Who, yes. I mean, I, I am just thrilled to see that. Um, yeah. I think it's really cool that they go to, they go to, you know, high, you know, major schools and they still have this, this, you know, love for Iona and, and interest in Iona. And uh, so I, I really appreciate you guys. And, and, I, and I'm glad I got to meet you here. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're out there on Twitter. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as my account goes, I try to make it a little bit different um, because, uh, you know, guy, you and Gail force and, 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 and you know, the guys here all put out good stuff. Uh, I, I, I throw a little bit of a historical angle into my stuff, um, you know, just to just to give people something else to think about. Um, so hopefully people enjoy it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Thanks for having me on. Um, I know we got a ton of great Iona fans uh, uh, on the message board and on Twitter. I hope we all, you know, band together and we have a good season. Well, guys, I want to thank you for taking the time to join this podcast today to share your thoughts on all things Gale Nation, really. Uh, it's been a lot of fun having you all on. We've got some laughs, uh, made fun of old people and young people. Uh, people get sick of hearing just me and my interviews of our guests, so thank you for sparing them that pain for another episode. <laughs> um, and I want to thank all the listeners for coming along for the ride as we approach the 11th hour of season three of this podcast. Hard to believe. Just a couple more episodes to come this season. And as we shift into August, we hit the start of season four of the pod. Lots of preview episodes to get you ready for the Iona men's and women's non-conference and max seasons. So stick around, Gale Nation. And as always, go Gales. Thank you for listening to this edition of the IonaHoops.com podcast. This podcast is a production of IonaHoops.com with publisher Guy Filatico. The opinions shared during this podcast are those of Guy Filatico, IonaHoops.com, and any featured guests. This podcast is not affiliated with Iona University Athletics or the university itself. Thank you for supporting IonaHoops.com.